All right, guys, what's going on? It's the ninth episode of the Milan Guys podcast. Uh, it's been about two weeks. We wanted to wait, uh, you know, until Conti was official, and we wanted to wait till the Gigi Donnarumma renewal or not renewal was official. Milan Guys podcast. Oh, sh- uh, it's been about two weeks. We wanted. Okay, okay, okay. So, looks like we're ready to go here. It's a really, really big day uh, for Milan fans, and, and unfortunately, the co-host Mike. Always bails that guy. I'm gonna kick him off. Kick him off the page soon. Just kidding. Um, he's doing some right now, but I'm pretty sure he's gonna try to join in before we're done. Uh, but I'm here with a very special guest. Actually, a good friend of mine. You definitely have seen him on Twitter before. Adam Ahmed, Interista. Adam, what's going on, my friend? Milanista, actually, but I'm I am fantastic. I'm so happy to be on and discuss the absolute madness, the world of Milan. Milan are coming. Yeah, Milan. So I'm, I'm, it's a pleasure to be on. Thanks so much. Yeah, I'm. I'm trying every single day to get Adam to turn from an Interista to a Milanista. I think it's working. Uh, you know, slowly but surely, I think it's working. So, you know, time to talk about today. And I brought Adam on because he 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 uh stays he stays on top of Milan things too. He sees exactly what's going on, so he can definitely put some input on it, and he can, he can put some like non-biased spins on it too because. He's an Inter fan, but he likes Milan. He, he seems like he likes Milan. He, he just loves Milan badly. Um, anyways, let's get right into it. Uh, I'll kind of start because you probably didn't watch the match today. But uh, so Milan uh, were victorious four nothing against uh, Lugano, Lugano in Switzerland uh, earlier today. Uh, it was the first official friendly of the summer of the summer preseason. Uh, it featured four newcomers: Kalanoglu. Uh, Ricardo Rodriguez, Mateo Musacho, and Frank Yannick-Kessi all debuted in the Rosanari colors. Um, I was impressed with all of them, to say the least, and that's not really biased. That they, both, they, they all looked pretty good. Um, you know, there was a few, uh, you know, uh, veterans in the, uh, in the lineup, such as there was Ignazio Abati at right back, Ricardo Montalivo at uh, Regista, uh, Marco Storari started in, in goal, Gabriel Paletta, who has been rumored to leave to leave the Torino of Valencia, also started. Um, but yeah, it was all around a pretty good match. Uh, Milan got off the off the hop really early. Uh, really nice link up play between uh, Frank Yannickessi to Patrick Cutrone. He uh, he held it up for Andrea Bertolacci, who is also on the verge of leaving for Genoa back to Genoa. And he put a nice ball in for uh, Cutrone, who with a lovely finish with his left foot, just two minutes into the game, really got us on the, on the right foot. Um, and then uh, in the second half, uh, the another youth, he's a youth uh, midfielder, off a great assist from Jose Mauri, uh, the man who was on Mona Empoli last season. Uh, he with a really, really calm finish, um, which made it 2-0. Uh, to make it three nothing, Jose Mauri again was involved. He played a lovely dink pass over the top into Jose Sosa, who chested it down and finished it nicely. And uh, and then in the 90th minute, uh, the Paraguayan Gustavo Gomez uh, headed in off a Jose Sosa corner, which ended the game made it four nothing. Uh, really good result from Montella's men. Uh, personally, for me, Frank Kessie really stood out in the midfield. We you know we all know that Milan have had many problems in the midfield um, for years now, and you know it looked like Kessie's you know been been linking up well with his teammates, and he 
uses physicality and his box-to-box awareness to really dominate the game. He only played the first half, but he really looked good out there. Um, and I know a lot of people rate Kessie, and you know everybody's afraid of him being a one-season wonder. But I can almost guarantee you, you know, bar any major injuries or any unforeseen circumstances, this guy's going to be a hell of a player. Um, Adam, what do you, you've watched Kessie a lot? Are you making a video on him, Adam? Okay, you cut out. Okay, well, anyways, uh, Montella did say after the game that he was uh, he was happy with the team spirit during the match. Uh, he said that they're in the first half. He, the team, when they lost the ball, they didn't work hard enough to get it back. They didn't they didn't focus on the system that he tried to implement. But in the second half, it was a you know a totally different lineup because it is a friendly, right? So they did change it up, and uh, you know, and they they did look good. They they looked pretty good, and I was I was impressed. It looked like a different team out there, which granted because with new signings, you you know you're gonna look different. Um, but yeah, I was very very impressed with uh, the newcomer's performance. Uh, Ricardo Rodriguez, he looks like a hell of a player at left back. You know, we, we haven't had very good left fullbacks for the past few years either, and it, he looks like a hell of a player. Uh, you know, he was able to push up the field, had a really nice rush with that Chanaglu put him through. He pulled up a fake shot and got a really nice shot on net with his right foot. Um, you know, it's it's it makes a huge difference when you have when you have uh, fullbacks who can play a huge role in a game. And Ricardo Rodriguez and Andrea Conti, whenever he debuts, uh, you know, definitely do that for us. Um, Borini, I sorry, I forgot, guys. Fabio Borini debuted as well. He uh, played on the right wing again. He can he can play a lot of different positions, right in, in the uh, in the attack. Uh, he can play striker, like a like a, he can play the main striker. He can also play like the secondo punta, like the are in behind. He can also play on the left wing, the right wing. So he's very versatile that way. He's a utility guy. Um, Adam, I see that you're back now. I was just talking about uh, like Frank Kessie, and like I know you said you might do a video on him. What are your thoughts on Kessie as a player, and you know, how how high is his ceiling? I think Kessie's a, a fantastic uh, talent. talent. The, way the way they managed, managed to, get to get him off, him off of uh, Atalanta beating competition from Roma and Chelsea is pretty impressive. Uh, I know Man United also liked him, so it was a pretty good signing. I think we can tell a lot from Kessie from how the other Atalanta players have done. We look at Gagliardini, who went to Inter, who, sh- who also shined there for like, most of his time in his first season there. And I think Kessie has shown so much at Atalanta that there's so much to be excited about. He's so young, so physical. He's still quite raw, so he still has parts of his game to develop. But I think Milan fans have a lot to be excited about with him. Yeah, for sure. You know, it's really big, especially when you beat a club like Chelsea, uh, you know, on the transfer, when you beat a club like that. Um, and, you know, Kessie is going to be a phenomenal player. You can just tell, no matter how old he is, if he's 20 or 40, we don't know. Um, you know, he's going to be he's going to be a hell of a player, and he's definitely one of those box-to-box midfielders that you need, that you definitely need to win to win football matches, you know. Um, let's just move on a little bit. So, uh, also today, uh, you know, Carlos Baca also played in the second half today, and as did Matia De Chilio. You know, a couple of players, and Yang, a couple of players have been rumored to leave the club. Uh, to be honest with you, it, from from my standpoint, from Baca and Deshilio, it looked like they didn't want to be there today. It looked like they looked like players who didn't who don't want to be there, which is actually dumb on their part because you know playing these preseason matches is almost like a tryout for other clubs watching. 
So if they're going to be dumb like that, they're not going to be able to make as much money as they can in the new contract and the team. It also kind of screws me on over too because I won't be able to get as much money. Um, you know, as you know, so basically, um, you know, it was a good match all around. Again, Lugano is not a top side. They're not a top side. You know, they're in Switzerland. They're an okay side. They're a good side in Switzerland and everything. Um, they actually are in Europa League qualifiers. We actually, I'm pretty sure we actually might be, be matched up against them in the, in the qualifying round, which takes place this Friday. Um, so look out for that. You know, it's one of those games where you have to win and you have to win by a decent amount. And I know, Adam, with your, uh, with your Inter, with your Inter, you guys only beat a team like 2-1 a few days ago, which kind of worrying, no? Uh, it, I mean, like Inter is coming, so I'm not not that worried. But in in all honesty, the beating Watton's two one is. Uh, I mean, we had a pretty we had a, we played our reserve team. You know, Pino Monti scored. Yeah. yeah, it's it's still pretty annoying. The thing with Milan, though, I have to give a respect to is that they've assembled their pretty much their whole team before, like they're going to China. So like that uh, that's that's quite impressive. Inter still haven't done business, so it's hard to judge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think. I mean, uh, Mirabelle and Fasone discussed it earlier. They wanted to have a team ready before the before the preseason tour, and also keeping Montella allowed them to have like this good dialogue. So like they they knew what to get this summer for the coach. They had they're keeping continuity with him, and but now that they have the team, you know, it goes upwards. Whereas with Inter, I think you know there's still some instability and chaos. But they you know Spalletti will need to address the judge judge the team. It's a new coach, so I think. I guess Inter are going to need some more time for now. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, and, you know, and you got to remember too, for Milanisti, Buonaventura, Romagnoli, Suzal, all did not play today. Those are three more key players. And then you, you kind of get the sense of, wow, we actually have a decent, a really decent lineup now compared to the last two or three years with the likes of Chalanoglu, uh, Andre, Andre Silva still on vacation. Andrea Conti's on vacation. Donnarumma is still on vacation, quote unquote. You think of all, you think of all this, and it's like, wow, like you know, we can also, we can really have a hell of a team and a lot of fun this season watching, which we deserve it from all the suffering we've had the past few seasons. Um, another big point from today's match, and I tweeted on the Milan guys a few hours ago. Jose Mauri was absolutely terrific in the second half. I, again, I know it's against Lugano, but. Quality is quality, you know. It, 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 just because you're playing against a side that's you know weaker than you doesn't mean you you don't you have to stand out. Some players don't stand out. He looked like a player that looked like a player who was stronger. I know he's a, he's a small build, but he looked like a player that you know has worked has worked hard and uh, and has, has has actually developed over the past few years. He spent uh, he spent time on loan at uh, at Empoli last season. Who got relegated, but he also didn't start many matches for them, which kind of angered me because he was definitely one of the best midfielders in their team. He only actually got 873 minutes with Empoli, which is pretty sad, um, especially on a team that did get relegated when Crotone passed him in the last match of the season. So, um, Adam, you know, I know you know who I know. Like again, I know you know all the Milan players. What do you think about Jose Mauri? I mean, I'm not I'm not gonna come out here and say that he deserves a starting spot, but I did tweet something that uh, on my personal account saying that. You know, maybe he deserves to be like in the depth in the you know in a, a rotational midfielder this season. What do you like, what do you think? I mean, when you look at Milan's midfield, it's probably their area of, of least depth right now. Especially, I mean, they're going to probably sign like Lucas Biglia or a, a midfield to take Montalivo's place. But I think, especially being in three competitions, Maori could be really useful. 
And I, I had one thing to say about his time at Empoli. So I noticed that basically when, when a lot of, a lot of teams do this that are struggling, when you loan a player out and the team starts playing bad, it's usually they, the coaches usually swap the young players out for more experienced ones to, you know, more like journeyman types of players. So you wouldn't see as much of Maori uh, in, in the Empoli team. You'd be seeing more like you'd be seeing older players there instead as they're like they're fighting for relegation eventually went down. So that, that was a bit annoying. So I, I think I actually think he should be staying at Milan, especially since they're in the Europa League and they got competitions. Like he's a he's a solid player. Like he's talented, obviously very raw, still has to fulfill his potential that he's got. But I think he could be useful to have. Yeah, for sure. You know, he's only twenty one years of age, so uh, you know I, I feel like he he's ready to stay. But then again, there also is that counter that counterpoint where. Maybe you do loan him to a club that he's guaranteed going to get twenty-five plus matches. It's it, it, honestly, it all depends on what we do in the transfer market from here and from now on. To be honest with you, um, like you know, if Lucas Belia, there's a report a few like an hour ago saying that Lotito's really driving a hard bargain. So, you know, Lucas Belia is kind of is kind of fading away right now. So, for example, if we if we don't sign Lucas Belia or Milan Bade or Kuchaliak or from PSG. I mean, if we do not send a midfielder, which uh, again, we might. I, I know who know you don't know me to belly and Fasone, but if we don't, um, a player like like Maori is definitely a player worth keeping. You know, in a rotation. Remember, if we make you, if if we qualify for Europa League, we're gonna have three competitions this year with Serie A, Coppa Italia, and Europa League. So you need that squad depth. You, you know, injuries happen all the time, especially in football. So. You know, you gotta be aware of that. <clears throat> and yeah, I know honestly I and <clears throat> Maudi only uh, only played a half and he got two assists today. Again, against Lugano, but quality is quality and he looked he was a standout midfielder. Um and he looked like a player who, you know, is is who's working hard to try to like fight for a spot on this team. That's what you kinda need. Um and I put it in the live chat here, I said, Do you guys think should Maudi stay? And everybody's kind of saying yes, yes. Uh, Silly Wonka said, "Let's see how well how he does in other preseason games." You know, he's a bit he's a bit deceptive. Good feet, but bad positioning. It's a good analysis. Um, as you develop, you 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 work on your your positioning and stuff, and you do get better like that. Um, you know, every player can develop. Even even world class players can get better. So, uh, you know, it's it, it's it's tough to to say right now, but. As of right now, hopefully he gets some more minutes in China and the China tour. But uh, Jose Mario looks really, really good today, and a lot of Milan fans had him on, on notice today. Um, let's go to the next topic, today's game. And Mattia De Chilio, who's been uh, heavily linked with a move to uh, Juve with Allegri or even elsewhere, he honestly looked like that he did not want to play with Milan today. And it kinda, it's kind of pissing me off because he did wear the, captain, the captain's armband. Um, you know, this season. So to think that someone who did wear the captain's armband isn't really respect. He just didn't look like he was interested in playing. And that kind of worries me. Um, you know, and DeShilio is a player that, again, if you look up mediocre in the dictionary, his picture comes up. But it's like he hasn't been, he was labeled a new Maldini in like 2011, 2012, and he never even lived up even. He, he couldn't even shine Maldini's shoes. Um, and it's tough because like Dechilio, he he has been here like, through the through the garbage days, and now he's still here. But <clears throat> with 
with signing, you know, Ricardo Rodriguez and Andrea Conti and having Calabria and having Abati and having Antonelli and still having Bagnoni, we haven't sold, we haven't sold him yet the River Plate. <clears throat> there's, um, there's no room for him. If you can cash in, you know, 15 million euros, now you do it. And he's honestly a player that I wouldn't even care if he went to Juve. That's how much I rate him. Adam, what do you think about the Shilio? You know, you watch the Azzurri. He's a different player for the Azzurri. But what do you think? Like, what's your fair analysis of him? Is there even a spot for him in Milan anymore? Yeah, I think he's had a his Milan career has been very tough. I think he had when he when he first burst onto the scene. I remember he played in the derby against Inter, put in a pretty decent shift, and but ever since the Allegri left, his uh, development's really gone downhill, in my opinion. So like. I don't, I'm not sure how mentally strong he is either. He's been through, you know, like a lot with the fans. He's, it's not like they, it's not really like they're on his side either. I mean, the, the problem is though, like if they sell him, Juve are around the corner and I'm not sure what, if like, if Milan are going to want to do that. I think the whole relationship with Juve is like complex because I, I have a feeling next summer, Juve will come calling for Donnarumma or something like that. Or I, I, I don't. I have a bad feeling about that. I wouldn't want it either. I'm an Inter fan, but I don't want him going to Juve. But I don't. I don't think Milan should be opening up dialogue with Juve. I, I think they should just try to sell him abroad or somewhere else. So that's even though like I don't rate him that highly now. I think they should they should look for an option abroad or at very least like loan him out or something like that. No, yeah, I I don't know. It's just tough because. I don't know, he's just a player that I just don't really care to go to you with because he's not that good. Like, he's not a good player. Like, he, he doesn't add much in attack, and he's – and, again, his defending is not – it's not like he's a world-class defender either because that, remember that in the derby when Kondreva scored on him, he blew right past him, right? So, that wasn't even impressive. Um, again, but you, then again, you need players who want to play, who want to play here. Um, and, you know, it just looked like he – because he also played from the second half, right? And kind of playing in the second half is kind of a slap in the face, right? Saying, okay, like, you're not first choice. You know, obviously, Ricardo Rodriguez and Abate were the first choices today. Um, and now with Andrea Conti coming up, uh, you know, the Chilio just looks like his place is, is slowly fading away on the team. Um, and I'm going to be honest here, I'm not going to miss him that much. Like I, I always kind of gave him a chance to Chilio because he, he has shown spurts of – quality play but he just it's just too inconsistent I don't know it's just too inconsistent it it's he doesn't show any emotion while he's playing his face is always the same I don't get how your face stays the same like in any situation his face is just like blank <clears throat> excuse me and I don't know it's just it's a player that I think is who who will leave to Juve I'm not sure because they, they don't think they want to play they want to pay his price um which is we're asking for around 15 million euros. And I think they don't want to pay any more than 10. But I mean, again, there's, yeah, go ahead. There's the whole, there's the whole quadrado to Milan link as well. So I no, mean, that's, I'm I, I am Quadrado's biggest hater, probably yeah. on the platform diver, you know, yeah, no, I don't literally want that's why I was, I was kind of happy in the final when Sergio Ramos did that whole thing when oh, he completely God, yeah. died. I was like, you know, that that's karma quadrado. It is like, karma. It is karma. Yeah. No, yeah, I don't want Quadrado. So, I mean, I don't even know if I'd – like, if it came down to if we gave DeShilio and, like, 5 million euros for Quadrado, okay, fine. Like, whatever. Like, who cares? Um, but, like, again, if I, I, wouldn't want, I apparently don't want to sell him for anything under 30 million. No way I'm paying 30 million euros for a 29-year-old diving 
Colombian guy. No thanks, I'm good. He doesn't, also, fit, he doesn't fit with the mentality. He's a Juve player. He doesn't fit with And also the, 30, 30 million to Juve too. Uh, no, we'll just, not, we'll just keep not, that. We'll just keep that out of their pockets for I, now. I, I'm not making them richer um, for sure. But again, if Dechilio wants to go play with Allegri, he, he can go. I couldn't care less about him. Um, another guy is Carlitos Baca. He just... He just has. He just never has been able to, you know, gel in the in Montella's four three three. You know, there's strikers who are better at different formations. Baca scored twenty goals when he played with a second striker under Mihalovic. He played with Niang or Luis Adriano, and he did well. But ever since we uh, we we came in, uh, we, we ever since he, we came in with a four three three, Baca's not able to work by himself up top. With wingers, main reason why because he has like cement in his cleats, he doesn't move that much, um, you know. And he is a he is a fox in the box. He is a class finisher. When he does get the ball in the box, he usually scores. But it's all about getting the ball to the box, and he has a he obviously struggled with that. And he's uh, slowly his his spot's gone. Uh, to be honest, with Andre Silva, you know, I even prefer Gianluca Lapadula, um, and Baca, and Baca. He's going to leave, I think. But it's the, the biggest thing is finding a suitor for him. Uh, apparently, Marseille want him, but they don't want to pay $20 million. They just want to loan him. We can't, we can't, uh, loan, we can't loan him out. We, we need to get some money for him. And we paid $30 million, so we need to get like at least $20 million to get some money here. FFP, you know all about that as an Inter fan. Um, like, what do you think is a fair valuation of Carlitos Baca on today's market? Like, what, what's your – like, an, Remember, he he scored he scored in Spain for Sevilla, and he scored twenty goals for Milan, and he scored thirteen goals in his worst season. Yeah, I mean, like the thing with Bach, I know uh, Matteo Bonetti pointed this out one time. He was like, he you know he's a pretty limited player, but he he still finds ways to score goals, which is which is you know the stats speak for itself. It's pretty impressive. I, I didn't think he was that good last season, but uh, I, he still managed to find the back in a decent amount of time. So. I mean, when it comes to transfer fees, it all depends on, you know, kind of like where you're selling him, uh, you know, the mode of the transfer. So Milan should probably try to sell, probably try to sell him out, right? I mean, obviously, being if you were maybe in Milan situation, you'd probably try to sell him to China for like 40 million or something like that. But I know that there's the link with Marseille, which is Marseille have money now, so they got, you know, a decent amount of cash. So that could be so, that could be something. I think looking at his age, his goal record, and, you know, his value, I'd say like $20 million, I'd accept that. You know, it seems like a fair valuation. But it looks like if, if you're dealing with richer clubs, then, you know, why not try to push that higher? I know Mirabelli and Fasone have been fantastic at negotiating, so they'll probably try to milk out as much as possible. But I, I'd take $20 million for sure. Yeah, it's just tough. You just got to get rid of him and, you know, get his wages off the off – the, uh, get his wages off the, off the payroll too. Um, so you have room for FFP and, and such. Um, and another thing is that, like, again, we're going to talk about it a little bit more later. And Mike's our co-founder is going to come in soon. He said he's going to join and he just texted me. Um, another thing is that with buying all these players, you have to get rid of them because some of these players because they want to play first team somewhere, and there's obviously no room anymore. Um, so it's time to, to you know to get rid of them and, and move on um, and bring in some more depth, even some young talents like the. Uh, Milan signed a, a Polish, uh, young Polish midfielder, 17-year-old midfielder a few days ago. Um, he's going to go to the, the Primavera team. But, again, it's, it's, it's players like that who, 
in two years, he's going to be 19, and then he comes to the first team, and, and who knows what's going to happen. Look at Donnarumma, he's 16 years old, and he burst out of the scene. Look at him now, he's making 6 million euros a year. Um, yeah, I, I think with Baca, another thing is you might want to loan him out with an option to buy or something like that because he could, it's like we, he's had attitude problems in the past. So, you know, you, you don't want him causing problems in the dressing room. Milan, it's an optimist. It's like, a, it's a place of optimism right now. So like, you don't want, you don't want a guy like that who's in like his like thirties now causing problems and, you know, stirring up controversy. So, I mean, if you could get him out, like loan with option to buy or obligation to buy the team, like I wouldn't necessarily say no to that depending on the figures. Yeah, no, exactly. That's a good point. Um, so let's kind of move on. Uh, you know, a big part of the show right now, I want to talk about it. I'm going to tweet it out too. Today, uh, generally, Daruma officially renewed his contract. Um, <laughs> it's just kind of funny because uh, <laughs> I totally ri- I ripped. I, I, if you go, it's, I still, we, have still have the, we still have the episode out. Um, I ripped on Luma a new one in that episode in the podcast. Uh, I, I was hurt to be honest. I was hurt because like it's like okay, you're, are you one of us? Or are you not? Like it, um, you know, is basically like it's so tough. And like I know you're an outsider on this, but like when you when you see when you have a player like Donnarumma who you gave a chance to, and he kisses the badge and he says, "I want to be here forever," and all this crap. And then he just randomly, you know, his agent says, okay, we're not renewing it. It's firm. You know, my first reaction was, you're a snake. You're a traitor. You're this. You're that. Like, screw you. You're not one of us. Get the hell out of my club. Which I think is a fair reaction, to be honest. Because, like, you know, if you think about the situation, it was, like, random, right? Everybody's like, okay. He's going to renew. He has to. And he doesn't. Um, and then he you know, he plays the Euros, Milan Club Poland, great men over there. Uh, <laughs> threw fake, <laughs> they, they, they threw fake money at him. Dolaruma, which kind of changed things a bit. Um, you know, it just kind of changes, it changed things. And he posts on Instagram that, he posts on Instagram that he wants to, he's going to talk to us after the Euros. And then he says that he has a hakarajo on his account. <laughs> so, and, and then he says, <laughs> Hashtag Donnarumma, hashtag Raiola, Yeti, Oji, Domani. <laughs> um, oh, my God. I don't know. It's just like, it, this, it was all weird. And I feel like Raiola kind of had him on strings. He was like a puppet for a while. You know yeah, what I this mean? Is a, what this, is one, this is one of the like, strangest like, transfer sagas I've seen. Like, I think we can comfortably say Donnarumma is the poster boy of Milan, him being Italian, him being like as good as he is at his age. I, I'm pretty sure, like, you know, you see the attachment Milan fans have with him. Like, it's, you know, it runs really deep. So, I think I think the whole contract renewal thing hurt, and I could totally understand why. Like, you you, 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 you see Donnarumma as ungrateful, you know, the club that he grew up with. They gave him, you know, they gave him his debut. They trusted him at such a young age. But, like, seeing him, you know, kind of handled the way he did, you know, always hanging out with Vincenzo Raiola as well, you know, kind of, upset Milan fans and I understand I can understand that like you think about losing him for cheaper you know even losing it for free like not not just that but you know maybe losing him to Juve as well which would really hurt so I, yeah. I totally understood it but I think looking back now I think I think he probably had a good thought and he was like you know maybe I want to leave because if you look at the money he did he's not earning like 
it's not like the Milan's initial offer that he refused or yeah, Raiola refused, money. whatever you're saying. No, it wasn't about money. It doesn't make. It wasn't about money. I, I think it's. About, then? I think it's just maybe about him leaving. I think the whole. I think you know he's got an exit clause in his contract, which is quite high. Milan would be making a good return off of, but like, uh, I think it was more about if I'm gonna leave, I'm not gonna do it in a complete like you know scumbag snake way this summer for like cheap you know i'll leave for i'll leave if someone meets the price and you know like that that's all there is to it and that totally the the thing is i think this contract was a win for all parties because it's it's every every single person one maybe not i don't know i especially antonio donnarumma big (laughs) shout out to him but i think i i think i think that i think all parties won you know if donnarumma wants to leave you know there's the exit clause if you know Milan have extra time, if they make the Champions League, you know he could say you know, and someone comes with that money, he can say no, like you know we're we're good now, you know. Yeah. So it, I think everyone won overall. Yeah, no, and I I agree with exactly what you say, you're saying there. It, it's just here's the thing, and Mike Mike just joined finally this guy. Um, Sorry, guys. <laughs> so Mike just joined, so he'll freaking he'll chime in if I let him. But um, no, honestly. It's just here's here's my question for all you listeners right now, and I want you to put in the live chat if you're in the live chat here. Like, do you? I know you're gonna say no, but like, do you forgive him? Like, will you move on in the first game of the for the Europa League qualifier on July 27th in three weeks or two and a half weeks or two weeks? Is it two weeks? Two weeks. Are you going to just forget about it and just be okay? He's our keeper. Answer that question for me in the live chat for those listening right now. Are you going to? Just kind of forget about what happened because re- in reality, nothing like he renewed. He's here, like he's twenty twenty one. And again, like Adam said, great release clause. So if he does leave, he can't leave for anything less than like seventy five million euro or seventy or eighty or whatever the hell it is. You know what I mean? So it's like it's just uh, it's it's just interesting to see what people say. And Karas says he needs to renew five years again for me to re- forgive him. We, and then this guy said he needs, we need to support you, Joe. Like, shame on me. And who boo him. But in reality, I will, I'm not going to blame the Kurvasud for giving him a little, a little bit of a hard time in the first game. Like, it's going to happen. It's bound to happen. Um, and, and you know what? And Nassar just put in a good point. He just said, I'm not in love with him anymore. And, that, and that's a big point. Dude, you can like him, but you're not going to be attached to him as you were last season. Mike, since you're here now, What's your take on Donnarumma's renewal? I know what you're gonna say already. I already know, but put a like put a spin on it. And you can kind of include our live chat guys because they're 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 pretty active right now. What are you what are you thinking right now? Okay, well, um, I kind of like what you just mentioned. What the, the individual said in the live chat. I, I don't love him no more. Like I don't have that same. I don't look at him the same way. Yeah. In theory. Now, am I happy he renewed? Of course, because. As you guys have probably already mentioned, I don't want to be redundant. Great goalkeeper could be one of the best in the world, especially if he stays. Could be a bandiera if he stays. And also we have that release clause, whatever it's going to be, 70, 80, whatever it is, that if he decides to leave, once again, we can, it, like he renewed so we can sell him for basically full value, essentially. So it is a good deal. Obviously, no one really loses. His brother came in. My issue is, is not about the deal, not about the renewal. It, not even more so about what went down the whole saga. I mean, we've talked about it so many times where all Milanese basically share the same opinion. I think it's more today, 
what actually happens, what kind of ticked me off a little bit. I was kind of checking in at work and like I was just seeing videos like this guy's coming, like they're coming in with a car tinted window. Like I don't want to be like too like picky or anything, but this is just my point of view. Like coming in with a car, tinted windows, like all the security. There's like like doesn't come out like say hi to the fans or anything like that. And then there's no official announcement. Di Marzio had to come out and say before even Milan announced it. Comes out, there's just one picture, and then he just leaves, like, so quiet. Like, it, it looking like, it honestly, like, reminded me of, like, when, the, like, the president of the U.S., like, goes somewhere. Like, they have all this social security and all this kind of stuff. Like, it, like I would just, like, I know he's meeting at Casa Milan tomorrow, and maybe I could be proven wrong. He comes. Hopefully. I would I'm, apologize. We, 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 hope you are. we hope you are. I am, too, because then it'll, it, I'll feel at ease with the situation more. But just seeing today, like, like again, like, obviously, I'm happy you renewed, but, like, it, I'm still not at ease with it just because of like these all these little shenanigans that are going on. Like I don't know. I just think it to take they're taking it to a level that it just didn't need to be at. That's just kind of my beef in a way. Yeah. Like if he comes out tomorrow, says hi to the fans, says autographs, that it all went like this, but you know, I'm here, I'm I'm ready. Then like you know what? I can feel a little bit easy. You know what? He apologized, he's facing the music, but like Right now, I kind of feel like it's it's a collective agreement where they're just trying to kind of hide him for the, the media because they don't know what's going to happen, what the fans are going to happen. To his, yeah. his defense, it's a safety thing, obviously. But at the same time, if he really wants to prove himself, the, the fans are where he has to go. So that's just my kind of like take on it. Yeah, no, that's a good take. And honestly, he is meeting with the fans at Casamilan tomorrow morning. So, you know, that might – what is that? Does that mean anything? Like that – I don't know. Like, it, it, it depends how it goes down. Tomorrow, he's talking to me on TV tomorrow with Mario Suma, and he's, he's going to talk to them. And I, I'm, I'm expecting him to say, hey, listen, I'm, I'm sorry for everything that happened, and I want to be here. He's probably going to say that, right? Yeah, because like, I was expecting like even something so simple. Like He's been on Instagram posting pictures with his girlfriend and, and his boyfriend, Enzo Raiola, too. He could only <laughs> like, once post a picture of himself in a Milan jersey and just be like, Oh, uh, like we'll see after the year after the under twenty one what will happen or I still love you guys. Like I know it sounds dumb, but like to, to fans it means a lot. But he did he did put that picture saying, Well t- I wanna be here and we'll talk about it after the Euros. I know, but it was kinda like And 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 it wasn't I think that was before the Hakarajo. Yeah, but it also felt like super forced as well. Like exactly. it felt like that's the point if, I'm trying to get Yeah. To. Mm-hmm, for it sure, force. It feels like he's just doing it to be in a safe in a neutral position. It does uh, absolutely genuine. Yeah, mm. absolutely. Like, if you would have told the driver today in the car, like, pause, get out of the car. Like, I want to get out. Yeah, but you, can't, I, but you know, many, you know how many cameras there are, though? Like, what happens if you just want to get the hell home, you know? like. No, I understand. But, like, what I'm saying is, is like, if you truly want to prove yourself, like, you do something small like that to be like, but, you know what? Yeah, but isn't that what he's doing tomorrow, though? Like, isn't that I what he's doing? No, but... I, but that's kind of something that's set up. That's something that's formal. Like, you have to. I don't know. Do you don't have to. No, what I'm saying, like, there when Bonaventura were new, there wasn't any, there wasn't a press conference. Well, he didn't make an entire soap opera for over a month. Well, he did, he didn't. Okay, but you know what the room is doing right now? He's sorrisoing sempre right now. I don't, I don't know how much he's going to be sorrisoing <laughs> if he makes a couple of mistakes in the beginning. <laughs> I mean, he'll be, he'll be sorrisoing with his brother making a million a year and him making his crazy <laughs> yeah. salary. I mean, yeah. I, I, I would be sorrisoing sempre real hard, not going to lie. So like, so yeah, <laughs> but I don't know, man. Like that was the best. That picture, that 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 picture is still the best. It's still on my phone. It's still is my most used picture. I, I think, think, 
I think the best word to like describe the situation is just Hakarajo. leaves a sour taste in your mouth. Like that's what it is. No, I think the best word is definitely hakarajo, no? Yeah, hakarajo. <laughs> <laughs> Do you even hakarajo, bro? So like the way I, the way I see it, like I have an interesting analogy for it. Like when when you see Donnarumma now, like you just see him in a different light. Like just like when you guys touched yeah. on, like I don't love him anymore. Like it's like it's like losing your innocence. You know when you see like when you see a kid and then you know maybe they they go steal something or do something pretty like gu- gu- gutty and then you see him again. You're yeah, like you true. don't see him in the same light. It's like exactly. yeah, that's that's something for sure. But like but for example, like but here's the thing, and I tweeted this today. He gives us the best chance to win. So of course, there's no denying his talent no, or what. I know, I know, but exactly. So why don't we just be like, okay, like whatever, just fuck, just forget about it. He can call him a snake, whatever. He did he really snake? He didn't. He didn't snake us at all, though. He just renewed two weeks later. I think what it is is, I mean, I guess I can only technically speak for myself, but I feel like I could speak for quite a few Milanisti. You know, we've been through a lot the last couple of years, right? We got a new management, clearly pumping on money, buying good pl- players for once. So it's kind of. And then one of the pillars of this entire rebirth, like if effectively not the main one, basically the main one, he's young, he's an incredible goalie, wants to leave. It's kind of like, whoa, is everything too good to be true? Is everything like just kind of yeah. like – No, I know. It was weird, but is there is there, a, is there a thought in your mind that maybe his agent did have him on strings? Oh, he uh, – like, I mean, we'll never know. But, like, because of, we know so many stories about his agent and what he does, I mean, you can basically guess. He basically brainwashed him in a sense. He basically manipulated him, and he got it to a point where he, he – they were literally the best friends, including with his other brothers. It was, it was like, uh, the, uh, like such a trio. Now, like, he, like, here's the thing now. Like, here's another, like, point I want to bring up. Like, okay, Raiola clearly didn't want him to stay. Wanted him to go to Madrid, whatever. He wanted to stay. Okay, fine. I believe that. He wanted to stay. He got brainwashed, fine. But here's the thing that like kind of messes with me. It's kind of like, okay, if you really wanted to stay and the guy who's holding your back, holding you back is your agent, why would you not let go of him to truly profess your love that you wanted to stay? Hamsi did it. Nyang did it. Why can't he? If he truly right. wanted, if he truly, 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 truly wanted to stay and loves the club. You know what I mean? But no, yeah, he, I know, he, but so it, it brings doubt in my mind that like, Okay, but maybe. Then again, you, gotta, you gotta remember, guys. You gotta remember, he was also in like trying to focus on the Euros too. This is why it was a problem with that. Like, I don't like how this all happened while he was playing for the Euros because, like, in reality, he should be just focusing on the national team when he's with it, right? I know, but I feel like it was so perfect that the national team just had to come out that he had to focus on the national. You know what I mean? Like, it was all plotted so perfectly. No, I think I think Raiola, I think Raiola had some, some like a really big part in this, and I think think about it. Sky Italia said. That Donnarumma's family wasn't alerted of Raiola saying no until like an hour and, until they saw it on Milan TV. That doesn't that say something? Yeah, but like it, it, to the to the family's defense, like it's it's kind of like it's kind of like when you hear a story like, oh, the kid runs away from the family and like go join someone else. Like that's basically kind of what he did. He didn't even let his own family know what was going on. No, I know, no, but like, did he? My question is, did he even know what was going on? That's the thing. No, come on, he would have to. Come on, there's no Why? way. But, but it's Raiola. Doesn't matter. They seem like they were in cahoots the whole time. But how were they? It's because he had Yeri Oji Domani. By the no, way, I, I, by I don't, the I don't, way, I think that was Raiola who tweeted that from his account. It, regardless who tweeted, it's it, he. He a baby could have tweeted. It doesn't matter. At the end of the day, it doesn't matter who tweeted. It, it's still on his account, so it's still his voice, regardless of who tweeted it. We see it from him. It doesn't yeah, matter. 
And Raiola saying no at Casemiro is also his is also Donnarumma's voice, whether like you know what happens behind the scenes or not. Like I, I find it hard to believe that it was Raiola just simply went to Casemiro and just said, "Yo, nope, not renewing, definite decision." Like definitely wasn't just him. And no, it's because it's because him and Mirabelli got into an argument. I wouldn't know if it's but like I don't. It's I, I find it hard to believe that like Donnarumma like. That it's just he just made the mind with a flick of the switch, you know. Like he'd have to be having discussions with Donnarumma. You, like exactly the whole thing is like you hire Minariola for a reason. Donnarumma hired him re- recently. It's not like he hired him a long time ago, saw what he did with these clients, and then like got rid of them. But he hired him for a reason. So like I feel like you know, you, what's what does he want? You know, it's hard to know what Donnarumma's true intentions are, but know, he hired Raiola for a reason. And you know what you're getting with Raiola when you're hiring him. So, like, you're basically effectively, like, kind of, like, you have to be prepared for this type of stuff. But you know the games he plays. You know he wants to make commissions. So, if you're going to choose him as your agent, you got to be prepared for it. That's why I tweeted out a long time ago, like, I put all the blame on Donnarumma because at the end of the day, he was the one who hired him. Yeah, you know what sure. you're getting into if you hire him. I know. I understand that. But, like, I don't know. you know what pissed me off, though, like, why did he say Sorriso Sempre? Why did he say that? I don't know. Someone <laughs> yes, question. And he's like, That's what pissed me off, too. Like, I know it's a banter thing and it's a funny meme. Oh, it was hilarious. Like, the best picture yeah. ever. The best but, like, in the moment when I saw, like, people were right. Like, like this guy's, like, head over here. is like, head, head over here. It's like, this guy's, like, lost it. Like, and people are right to say that. Like, the, just the way he, like, he was acting so cocky and so annoying. Like, I, I just wanted to beat him up at the time. It was, oh, he's pissing me off. A stupid smile, like it was getting me so mad. Also, that he didn't really play that well in the Euros either, like in, no. in my in my opinion. So, like, I mean, like, it, it, he had a bit of a turbulent time. So maybe he looked back on, like, you know, maybe like I need to kind of stay grounded. Milan's, you know, yeah, I know I can, I know I can perform this. Like, that's why I, I signed my extension. I saw one genuine moment out of him in this entire saga, and that's when he turned around and he saw the money and he made a face. And like you could see the disappointment, and then he kind of like, uh, like tried cracking his neck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. oh yeah. That's something you do when you're kind of like embarrassed. So, like that's the one moment I can think of where like I know he was genuine. He wasn't, and he, yeah, he wasn't. So, he that. wasn't Soriso in sempre there. No. no, he genuinely felt that. Like he felt like a sense of disappointment about that. I know he did. You can tell in his face. Jeez, I don't know. Like, it's he just was pulling any. He was pulling any card the after Milan scored in the 96th minute. This man was. He he looked like he was gonna cry. No, he did. He did. I, I could firmly like agree with you on that. I don't know. It's just he's not. He he's not the he's not Dollaruma though. I, I think we have to get. No, him, I removed that from. Him. He's not. He's, yeah, not. he's not. Because it wasn't for money. He could have got more money somewhere. Like, he, like you know what I mean? It wasn't about money. It wasn't about money because he we gave him a good contract. No. Yeah. No. It's just it's just the way it was handled. It was just poor, poorly executed. But in my opinion, though, this story's not done. It's not done. I, yeah, I, I don't know. Done. I think it's done for this season, though. Nah, next year, around April, even if Milan do well, you're still gonna hear rumble. Yeah, but it's a rumble. But yeah, but here's the thing: the rumble can't be anything less than seventy million euros. I understand, but what, no, no, no. I, I'm not. I'm not arguing against that. Like, I, obviously, now if we sell them, like we win because obviously we get like great money for them, and we can put it back into the team. I'm not denying. It, but what I'm saying is this whole saga of like. Like, let's say next year, right? Milan, Milan finish top four. They get Champions League. Top three, whatever, right? They do really well. Does it make any sense for him to leave? No. So if he wants to leave again, does it not testify that him and 
Raiola kind of had this plan all figured out this entire time. Oh, like, yeah. Okay, yeah, but we go again, sure. like have peace with the fans, have a good season. Madrid will really want you, and then you can go because obviously that's clearly where he wants them to go. So that's where I feel like it's like he's like, okay, make peace with the fans so the soccer world doesn't hate you because the whole soccer world hated this guy. Like we had so many like non-Milan fans tweeting us like, how could he do this and shit like that? And then now that like now uh, my my feeling is that the plan is have peace with the fans, kind of go under the radar, have a really good season. Obviously, you're going to be hyped up if Milan have a really good season, and then you can go. Kind yeah. of thing. That's the way I see it. I don't, for me, it's not done. Yeah. yeah. No, it's, 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 we have to see what happens. Like, right, right now, like, this drama's done for this summer. There's no way. Oh, yeah, that, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Like, there's no way. Like, but the thing is, it's weird because his family – his family came in right when he got his family involved. They came in and said, "No, we're renewing." We're like, what? that kind of speaks volumes a bit, no? Yeah, but I kind of uh, yes, it does. But at the same time, I kind of feel like they were like the fact that his brother got thrown into the deal. Like it's kind of like okay, like we'll do, we'll, we'll renew on these conditions. Like Donnarumma's no. gonna get paid, and then but our brother, our, our other son, has to be in there too, and then we'll do it, kind of thing. No, wait, unless they said we, we want our son to come home too. So can you please bring him back? And then and then Fasana asked Yang Hong Lee. He said, "Yeah, I wear my ass with a million dollars for sure, <laughs> sure." And then he has handed it to him. It's just it's just a weird situation. Like everything's happening. Like, it's all coming up Milan's alley. Everything mm. weird. It's it's very weird and it was handled very poorly. So it only only thing is is to wait now just to see because obviously nothing's gonna happen now. He renewed tomorrow. We'll see what happens at Casa Milan. That's gonna be very interesting. No, but he, he has to apologize. He's gonna he's gonna he's gonna say. Well, he it's not that he has to. Let's even see if he does it. He has to. There's no way. Whatever he does I, tomorrow for me is gonna confirm where his mindset is and like how the whole situation went down. If he dodges questions about apologizing, fire fire Raiola, denying his love for no, me, I, you know what? Well, oh, that he's gonna. I don't think then, I like, then I'm like, okay, he, it's part of the plan. But if he comes out like basically in the verge of tears, like I'm so sorry, hugging fans, doing this, and I'm like, okay, you know what? We still don't know, but it's more genuine than uh, he's more genuine than I th- than I thought he was. But so, yeah, but yeah, like, he, yeah, but no, but there's no way he answers it. Like if anybody said, you can't. Reporters can't ask questions saying, "Can you fire your agent?" They can't. Yeah, he's he's not going to respond to it. No, honestly. Like, but, but like, but he's. I, I wouldn't expect any player to respond to that question. No, but like, if he's asking questions like, "Oh, like, why did you say no in the first place? Why are if you he, saying if now?" He says, yeah. If he says, "Like, okay, they're going to say like, why did you refuse in the first place?" He's probably going to say, "Um, you know, we we wanted me and my and my party wanted my." My party wanted uh, different terms or something like that. Yeah, say, uh, he'll keep he'll keep it minimalistic. I agree. Like, no, say, yeah, yeah, he will. But th- that's what I'm saying. That's not genuine. Like, it's just kind of like being subtle, like being professional about it. Like, it, that's what I'm saying. Like, if he comes out and not that I'm saying it doesn't have to be professional, but like, if he essentially like he's completely honest with people and like he tells them kind of like I'm not expecting him to be like snake Raul and be like, oh yeah, uh, um, he was brainwashing me. I realize it. I'm not expecting him to do that. But what I'm saying is if he has a genuine response and, and like he shows like emotion, all this kind of stuff, then I'm like, okay, you know what? I can feel more at ease. But th- if he starts doing, if he starts like trying to dodge questions and he's just, and it's very quick and he's not, and like, I don't like, you know what I mean? Then like, it's kind of like, well, I don't know. I mean, like, how much can you really say, though? Like, I mean, like, is he really going to go out there and be blunt and say, no, I wanted more money. Nope, Raiola wanted this, no. blah, blah, blah. He, It's kind of hard. Like, he's he's not really in a position of strength to, like, totally no, say what happened. I think I think the, the we'll have to look to, like, to how he performs on the pitch. If he's, like, you know, you see he's, he's playing with heart. He's, 
you know, he'll, 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 we'll have to judge him for how he does this season, in my opinion. That tomorrow won't really, in my opinion, just be like it'll give a taste. That huge, it'll give a taste. It won't, it won't really be a defining thing, in my opinion. I think what I'm curious to be like, I'm curious to see what like guys who were there last year, like a Romagnoli who was friends with him, Calabria, Locatelli, like those guys. Like, what is their reaction when he comes back into the locker room, like into the train uh, at Milanello? Like, obviously they're gonna be friends and they're happy he's there, but like. It's like, is their relationship a little bit weirder now? Because to be honest, like, I'm thinking, like, with my friends, too, like, if them wanted to leave and then, like, they come back, like, you, you kind of always have this doubt about this person now. It's a natural human reaction. So I'm curious to see what, like, his relationship with the players are now. Hopefully it's going to be a good one because we need it on the field. But also with the fans, like, because obviously the fans go and watch the training and stuff like that. So I'm curious to see, like, what the, what the response is and the reactions. It's going to be really interesting to see how it unfold. Yeah, no, I know. And you're right. But just, like, I don't know. It's just so Sick. I don't know. I, I, I freaking love the situation. I love it. It shows, wow. we, have, it shows we have balls. Our manager it's just publicity. That, 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 yeah. A lot of balls. It's the whole That's, lot of balls. It was, it was handled well, in my opinion, by Milan. Like, they honestly, like, that whole interview from Fasone was, like, the, the day after, like, the Royola decision was a masterclass, in my opinion. Like, they were, like, upfront, aggressive. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, totally, totally trans. He basically like, admitted that that doesn't happen. Yeah, like the whole Donnarumma one hater zero thing is like, bro, like stop trying. Like you, you took Raiola. You, like you, I don't know. I'm not gonna say Raiola took it now because he's gonna be making more money after this. But like, don't act like, one. don't act like Milan lost out here like completely. Like Milan showed their strength. They showed that 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 they're not gonna get taken hostage by like players bigger than the club. You know. So I, I think I think it was handled great, in my opinion. Oh, by us, 100%. Very impressed and very, uh, very happy to see the way they handled Because in the past, uh, that he would have, he would have been a goner. Yeah, like, no, um, yeah, no, I agree. And honestly, like, it's gonna be interesting. But you know what? He's our goalie. He's he's our goalie, and uh, it's just tough because like I, I, I was like so in love with him last season. Like, I can't just hate the guy. Like he's on my team still. Like. Yeah. I mean, it's gonna take a while to get back to that. No, but like right now, like right now, I'm like I'm using him on FIFA again. You know, like I'm using him. Yeah, it's okay. Inter Inter have you Tonagatomo, Christian and Saldi, uh, Andrea Aronok. Yeah, it's okay. Your your hate your your hate for him will never match will never match my hate for those guys. So it's okay. Potenza, potenza. Hey, potenza, potenza. Inter, Inter, Inter is coming. Inter, Inter is coming. Yeah, it's coming like uh, coming to a city of be near you. Coming, it's coming. Literally got it just from the weekend, like from yo, that Star Wars album. Yo, Jeffrey Condovia, see, see. He's 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 not that bad. Like honestly, he's not obviously not as good as like he's not he's not great. But, like he's not a bad player. Like if, hey, put it this way: Would you rather have him or Cassie? I think okay. At the current moment, I Condovia is better, but Cassie's gonna surpass him. Like oh god. I'd rather have Kessie at my club, but I think at the yeah. moment, like, Kondogbia is probably more complete like, know, and better. Know, but, like, Kondogbia is so much banter in one person. Like, just so much banter. <laughs> I feel like he's going to be a beast. Oh, I think this Kessie or... You missed Mike. You missed our discussion about Kessie already. He was a beast today. Oh, yeah, I know. Was, before, yeah. I couldn't watch the game, but I saw the highlights from some people tweeted them out. Like, obviously, like, highlights are just, like, goals and stuff like that, but... Uh, I I just just the way he looks and like his 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 build and like 
Like yeah. the way he is, like he just looks like one of those guys who can just be such a solid asset on the team. Like, I mean, I hope I'm not. I hope I'm not going to be wrong about that or anything. But like his age too, he's going to be so good. Yeah, no, it's it's. Uh, I don't know. It's, it's it was a really really good. It was a it was a, an immaculate signing. To be honest, yeah. Like, I mean, like AS AS plus Valenza were close to getting him. Like you guys remember, they were negotiating for a while. Yeah, and then like. <laughs> And then, like, Mirabelli just comes in with that big thumb and just is like, not nah, Monkey, get out of here. Go sell your best. Go, go, do, a, go do another – go do what you're – go do a plus Valenza. We'll take him. Oh, them. my God. No, that's hilarious. No, that's good. Okay, let's, 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 let's talk something else now. Let's talk quickly, Mercato. Um, so, Lucas Bielia is kind of inching away from Milan because Lotito's being a kind, of a kind of a prick about it, to be, to be pretty straightforward. The, and the sky just said that our alternatives are Milan Bade from Fiorentina and uh, Kuchoyak from PSG, with Bade being the direct alternative. What are we? What do you like? What do you think? Like, is Bilia doing? How how much on a scale of one to ten do, do Milan need B, Lucas Bilia? I, uh, I don't. Okay, I don't know how to word this, but I want to say, I think Milan. To re, like, kind of reframe your question, Milan need a guy like Lucas Bilia, 10 out of 10. Lucas Bilia is a guy we need, the type of player we need. Can we get better? I don't know. I feel like Badelin, the guy from PSG, I don't honestly don't even know how to say his name. But regardless, I'm not, I don't want to say they're downgrades because that's not fair because effectively they can even be an upgrade to him. We don't know. We haven't seen them on the pitch on our team. But like they're like one step down, I guess in theory you can say because obviously um, Bilia has had like a pretty great career at Lazio, especially a couple of years ago. Everyone like wanted him, so I, I like I, I I wanted him. I thought it was going to go through. A lot of people saying we we're going to go through. I get like Lotito. I guess he just wants to lose him for free. Um, is Bilia? I'd love to have him, but like I, I want to reframe your question to say the type of p- player Bilia is is the type of player Milan needs in that midfield. Yeah, I, I agree. I think having a like a, an experienced player with Biglia also helps. Like, I know people criticize him for his age, but I think that's actually like one of the strong things. Even like a player like Biglia, if you watch him play, it's not like he's like a nine golan who like runs all over the place, does these no, crazy yeah. tackles. He yeah. he's kind of like reminds me of Pirlo, but obviously he's not like as good. But he reminds me of Pirlo they, like, in some ways. I think I think he can because like I mean, if you go if you go to my old tweets and search up my username and Biglia, you'd know I want him. I, I wanted him at Inter. A good amount, like a good while ago. Like, I think he's a good player. Similar to Inter signing Borja Valero as well. Like, I think having an experienced player, you know, a guy who doesn't run all the time but is a good passer, can, you know, control the play is, like, important. And, like, especially with... In the midfield, like, he, he's the brain of it. Hey, true. Yeah, exactly. You, 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 wanted, you wanted Bilia in December 2015. Yeah, yeah I, I remember, remember that. that. He's... We we wanted him, but then financial fair play. You know what? It's a play. It's a player that, and my I have a friend who's a Lazio fan. He kind of told me that he's an important player, and he's a player whose game is like it's hard to appreciate his game. Like you have to know what a regista does to appreciate his game. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I mean, it's at Lazio. He has Milinkovic Savic, who's like a great midfielder. Yeah. He kind of reminds me of Kessie a bit. Like I mean, like I think Milinkovic Savic right. is better, a lot better. I, I'm sorry. I, I think he's a fan, amazing player. Like he's great but he also has Parolo who I mean 
I think he's kind of average, but like, it's not like he's playing in like a, like, like the best ducky. He's like at Juve playing with amazing midfields. Like he's playing, he's playing with one okay player and one, one great player. It's like, I mean, like he's, it's he, 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 he plays an important role. So going to Milan, he'd, he'd be stepping into a similar formate formation and like, you know, midfield trial. So he'd, I think he'd just settle in right away. He'd be, he'd be great. Yeah, no, exactly. I agree. Um, Another thing is, though, that Milan need a lot of, and this is the last thing we'll talk about before we wrap it up, Milan need to have a lot of departures. We kind of talked about the Shilio and Baca and stuff. You know, Niang, it was reported by Premium Sport that he's close to Fenerbahce, um, and apparently they're going to pay him $3.5 million per year. I don't know how drunk they are in Turkey, but... Who cares? Um, no, but I know. I don't care, but, like, we need to sell some of these guys, and Niang looked really bad today. Oh, I, I saw one highlight. Like I think it was the left foot, and the fact he's wearing a number seven, absolutely. Destroyed. He's wearing seven. <laughs> Nonetheless, I saw, I don't know. I didn't watch the game, so I can't fully judge his performance. But off the one play I saw, someone passed it to him, and he with his left. I don't know if it was left or his right. I hope. Wait, wait, wait. It was left. What was the player? Absolutely guided. <laughs> like it, I, I was so embarrassed just to watch. I was like, okay, next clip, please. You want, you want to? What's banter? What? I have a Niang jersey. Yeah, you might oh, want to know. And it's a uh, it's number eleven. <laughs> but on the bright side, it only cost me a dollar. So I mean, <laughs> I mean, it, it doesn't really it doesn't it, it it didn't put a huge hole in my financial fair play account. Oh, um, it's okay. So, so Inter probably couldn't afford it. So I mean, good, c- yeah, congratulations hey, it, on your congrats on your acquisition. But I think <laughs> the departures, I honestly think, I mean, we've done it before when we've had no money. We've had even worse players. Like, like we sold Luis Adriano, like guys like that. Like, we, we've been able to do it before. And that was with old management. With with the new ones now, I don't think it'll be a problem. I think Bach is eventually going to go to uh, Marseille. Um, I could – this year is probably going to end up at Juve. I think it just makes sense. And honestly, I could care less because – whether even they turn him into a better player. Like, he was no, never going to be good for Milan, so might as well just get rid of him and take the cash. Mm-hmm. I could really care less about him. And, yeah, no, it is important to get rid of the guy, uh, our, our Deadwood, especially for financial fair play. But not only that, it's just to clear out the Deadwood because, like I was saying all last year, a lot of our starters from last season, like the one that just ended, are actually good bench players. Yeah, they are. They are. They're like, players. Like, so you don't have to sell them all. Like, like, you know, like Kuchka for, for me was a terrible sale. I wouldn't say terrible. Like, I mean, I think that was a good. Would I have liked to keep him over some other guys? Yeah. yeah. But at the same time, like, maybe they had to sell him because, they, like, for example, like a virtual action, no one, no one's going to pay money for him. Like, no, he's not going to Genoa on a paid loan, and that's about it. He, like, he's not getting sold. So to bring up that money, that, the money for financial fair play, you're going to have to sacrifice a guy like Kuchka. And some people, like, I love the guy. I hated him originally. I love the guy. But some people were right in saying that. Okay, yeah, like he's a workhorse. He's like basically like kind of a Gattuso kind of guy. But at the same time, he kind of looked better at Milan just because of how weak our midfield is. Yeah, I know, but he's, he's a tractor. Right? I know, but like, unfortunately, you got to move on. I know, but like when he cried, when I saw his tears, man, like I was like, I was hurt. I was personally hurt. Like I'm like, well, wow. He didn't like, get the sorriso sempre. Um, yeah, sempre. <laughs> he was literally tangere sempre. I guess freaking like honestly, I was actually sad. It's like he was those were like real tears too. Those were like like real tears. They weren't they weren't just like yeah. I don't know. 
Yeah, but F- Mirabelle even said, or Fasona, I don't know, it was one of them. They're basically they're basically one person to me. But nonetheless, they literally, they even said, like, after the signing of Conti, like, now we got to focus on our sales. So, which I think they're going to do, especially because they basically got, like, more than I expected in terms of the starting 11 for the China tour. Obviously, they were expecting to get Belia, but who knows what's going to happen now. Nonetheless, I, I think it is going to start focusing, especially because you don't want to bring a guy like Deshilo to China, and then, like, he's going to have to fly all the way back to, like, Italy. Like I don't, I don't think they, I don't think that's way the way they work. So I feel like in the next couple of weeks, I the departures they're gonna accelerate. I mean that's just my guess. I could be completely wrong, but that's what I hope at least. Yeah, yeah. and then try to and try to get another striker as well. Like about, about uh, I don't know, I don't know about that. I think I got, that's that's difficult. It's possible, but it's more uh, possible than Belotti actually. I yeah, remember. yeah, yeah. It's more possible than Belotti. I agree. I, I want to sell Lapadula. In some ways. Why does Lapadula have to go? I don't get it. I mean, it, again, it, because it's a guy on the bench that's you're actually going to get money back. He's a fighter. Yeah, I, 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 I keep him, in my opinion. I would but keep, you, it, it, if like, you raise it, enough funds to be, because financial fair play is a dangerous thing. Like, a lot of people are saying, like, you got to be careful because, like, look at Roma, look at Inter. Like, like you know what I mean? Like, it, it catches up to you. Like, we don't want to be investing all this money, and then in, like, two years, we're going to have to sell half these guys. To be money. honest with you, we haven't really spent that much money. We spent, like, like the, we haven't made that many big purchases. Well, we no, spent- you, I think you guys have spent almost 150 million now. Hey, like, no, 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 with 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 Beagley, my bad. That was added with Beagley or something no, like but, that. No, but yeah, but we remember we don't pay Kessie. We don't we don't pay Kessie till. Two, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's 28 million less, and like Andre Silva was 38. Okay, then it's 15, 15, 24, 15, 15, 24, 38, and six. Yeah, but when you look at transfer fees, like I just I just made that mistake now. It's kind of hypocritical for me to say this, but like there's 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 definitely like you know when you look at transfer fees, it's also like in, in installments too. Like there's like I'm not sure about the fine print, but like you know it's possible that they pay the Conti deal in like over a bunch of years, so it's not like they're like all paying this now. Yeah, because that's what we did. Romagnoli it was like five years, five mil for like five yeah. years. Yeah, no, yeah. like well, I know I know what financial fair play, Nazionale Milan. For Jean Mario, like they're paying them and something like that, like a loan, and then the five installments. Is so, like, Mario it's like baller. <laughs> he's 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 Grey Worm. My bad. Like if you didn't recognize him, no, he's but he's a, a good player. he's a good player. He's a good player. I mean, like, you know, yeah, he'll be good next season. But yeah, I mean, like that that's an example. Yeah, no, I know it. It's just we have to sell, and I, it's hard because I I love like Lampadula. Like I think that he has a spot. Like he's good enough to be a bench striker. Like I. Like, there's no way Barini's in front of him. Um, well, in theory, why would they have bought him then? Because, of, you know, yeah. they, no, 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 no. they bought Barini because right. Barini can play four different positions in attack. Exactly. So, basically, if you need a left winger, he could play. If he could play right, he could play. Exactly. But right. So, what happens if we have two injuries? Like, if unless Aubameyang's in – unless we're going to get another striker, and it better not be Kalinic. No, it's not. I'm telling you right now, Kalinic was literally a decoy. But apparently, him and his agent are waiting for me. Like, he literally said, "I want to join." Wait, all they want. Same it thing. Could be. Remember, it Perrin could be. Neto, Perrin and Neto. We were on the verge of signing Perrin, and then what happened? They pulled out because they knew they had a feeling. It's the same thing. Look, Milan were literally on the verge of signing Kalinic, and what happened now? They're all focused on Aubameyang now. It's literally the same thing. But are we gonna sign Aubameyang? I don't know who want to pay pay sixty sixty seven. I don't either because I like I have to. I don't want to be redundant because I, I know people who watch this like see our tweets. I've said it like okay. I said Modric. A lot of people are like, oh, how the hell are you gonna buy Modric? Okay, fine. 
but I mean someone like a, a caliber player, like a Modric. You know what I mean? Someone who's a sta- – I'd rather have a statement signing in the midfield since it's been so friggin' poor the last couple of years than – uh, like another top striker. Like, yeah, but yeah, but then again, if if you sign another midfielder, then they, you you lose it because Chalhanoglu is an interesting position. Like what yeah. we're playing a fourth three next year. Like Montella said, if he's playing a fourth. I, I don't. I don't know. I don't. No, think... no, no, Mike, Mike, we're playing a fourth three. Even Ricardo Rodriguez said he hasn't even been tried out in a three in the back yet. Okay, so, but then how? That, then what was the point of buying Chalhanoglu? Then? He's gonna play on left wing. Or ah. Bonaventura. Or Bonaventura yeah, can go in there. Yeah. Or, oh, like, I don't. Or I don't know. Well, they play like an interchangeable role in mid For me, they're making the same mistake if they play him as a left wing as they're making the same mistake with Suso as playing a right wing. Those two players are both cams. No, Suso's a good right wing. What do you mean? Mm, nah. I don't know. I, 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 that's a good argument, though. I think Suso, like, I, I have flashbacks. He's a cam. I like to agree with that, but, like, he, I, like, yeah, he, it's not like he's a bad right winger. Though. No, like, no, no, he's, he's not. He's not. But what I'm saying, he's not the perfect right wing. Like, Bonaventura is. Pretty near perfect to a winger, but he no, he's not a winger. Multi-dimensional, he could, he could freaking play anywhere. That guy. No, but Bonaventura needs to be Bonaventura needs to be taken in the midfield. The midfield. Yeah, yeah, he should what be in the I'm midfield. If you don't spend on a bumming, you don't have to put Bonaventura in the midfield because we put Bonaventura in the midfield because it's so weak. If you buy someone in the midfield, you could put him as a left wing. Is what I'm saying. Okay, but you, but, you, but then Chad Ugly plays in the mid. Okay, here's my thing. If you look at okay, say we sign Lucas Belia. I don't know. Say we sign Lucas Belia. You three, you got your four at the back, and your three is uh, Cassie, Bilia, Bonaventura, Chanagu, Silva, and and Suzo. That's pretty dynamic to be. Oh, it is 100. percent What I'm and saying then, is, and then it, it, you know what? It can it can also be too, just because they're playing right wing and left wing, it doesn't mean it has to be a wide four three three. Chanagu and, and Suzo can kind of cut in a little bit. They can tuck in a bit, so they're actually playing as like a like a uh, a like a. Uh, or more like a right forward, more than a right winger. Like a segunda punta, something like that. Yeah, like, 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 like two segundo puntas. Punta. Yeah, I think I think Milan tied up when they tied up the Chalhanoglu signing. I think it kind of like signaled that they weren't going to get Keita Balde. I know they said that in the press conference yeah. too. But like, yeah. I think ideally, like I'm not. I thought the Chalhanoglu signing was was a bit strange. Maybe like they won't start him right away because he's only played two matches this year. But know. like, I but that's I think. I mean, like b- before that, before because he had a suspension. No, I know, from... I know, but like he, like I think they Montella said, like he's available as soon as possible. So I don't yeah, know. he will be. But like that's why I guess like he's he'll be playing on, on like one one of him, one of Ventura will be on the wing. I guess like that's what it meant. Like but obviously, is, if is one of Ventura healthy? Like he didn't play. No, he wasn't even in the squad today. Like I... yeah, but why you not? He played. He played in the Primavera games. I, I know, fun, I yeah. know, but did he get re hurt? No, you just you have to be careful. Like you don't want to re-injure yeah, the guy. Okay, but here's the, it's just so tough because I, I, do we ha- like I don't think we're gonna sign anybody in the starting lineup anymore. I don't think we're gonna sign any more starters. See, that's what I'm saying. If you're not gonna sign anybody and say you get a Belia, for example, something miraculous. Yeah, no, no, no. We're gonna sign a Regista. We have to sign a Regista. Oh, I uh, for me, like I don't uh, for like those of you, I don't know who if you follow, but he's pretty famous. Like Rocco Di Milano always says, like oh, best account. He always he always knows a couple a couple days before everyone else, and he keeps and he's been pointing at Renato Sanchez, who plays uh, I forget who he plays in in the in the Bayern. Like, Bayern. Okay, that's right. Obviously, he he's been hinting at that. <laughs> so what I'm saying is, okay, I know Aubameyang, and then Mirabelli said there's gonna be a surprise, right? And particularly from the Bundesliga, maybe he's low key the surprise. You put him in there with Kessie, you play a four two three one. No, yeah, no. I think, Man, I, think I think you have. That's what to I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be a four-three-one. 
It's, it's Maybe, perfect. You still could play a 4-2-3-1. But here's the thing. A 4 3 You can't, though. I don't think Andre Silva is going to be a bench player if you spend $38 million for him. Oh, wait. Yeah. A, a, a Bumiang, you mean? If you, if you buy a Bumiang? No, I'm saying is 4 2 3 one is perfect if you don't buy a Bumiang. No, but we're not buying a Bumiang. I'm telling you. I'm it's saying not, if you do. We're not, we're not having a blitz. Is, I'm going to see Di Marzio, Midabelli, blitz in Germania. No, it's not going to happen. It's I mean, not, we we're not, I mean... I'd rather, like, honestly, being Milan, I'd rather have Biglio than Sanchez this season, like, to- being totally honest. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Like, Sanchez is, like, do you guys remember last season with Benfica and also with the Euros? This guy was, like, the big thing. Like, he was, yeah, like, mama mia. And he'll probably, he could leave Byron alone, especially with Toldi Sok and somehow and, buying Hamez in, like, a day. Hamez? But, like, yeah, Hamez, the Hamez. Inter player. My bad. As, according to Marco oh. Cristiello from Sport Italia, <laughs> the Inter player. The interplexion. I just want to. I just. I just want to rip on that guy for a second. He has been. He has been having a howler this summer. But yeah, also Pepe being an inter player too. Pepe need to add on to that. Yeah, Pepe. Clamoroso. Doppio colpo per l'Inter. James e anche Pepe. Mamma mia. Okay. Like I'm like yeah, but like it gets possible. Like I think Milan just needs experience there. Like especially Serie A experience. Bigly is perfect. Remember, a 4-3-3, say we buy nobody else. Say we buy absolutely nobody. And there's just like depth signings for the bench. That's it, okay? So, scenario. You can format. Like, remember, a lot of formations change in-game as well, right? You're right about that. I'll give you that. So, so if you have a 4-3-3, right, you have, um, as, of, as it currently stands, and don't kill me, um, you know, Montolivo, Kessie, and Bonaventura in the midfield, right? And you have your Chanag, Lususo, and Andre Silva. That can easily change to. Uh, that could easily sorry. That could easily change to, basically, Kessie and Montolivo, with with Bonaventura on the left, Chanaglu in the, in the middle, and and Suzo on the right with Andre Silva up top. But that's what I'm saying. I don't like. I'm not like. Like, why doesn't he just do that originally? Like the four three three is so bland and boring. Like. We saw like there's no creativity out of it. It's just straight long balls and passing to the wing and hoping for the best. Who's Montalivo? No, just in general, the whole play. <laughs> like this is a four-two-three-one. You got two central defensive midfielders who are, are literally like anchors. Who's got a who runs an entire game back and forth, back and forth. Susu's a pretty pacey guy. He can run back and forth, back and forth. You can you can sub him out if he gets tired. And then you have the lone striker, Bonaventura's creative as hell. So Susu Chanonogu, who for me. Is a cam. He'll give perfect silver service to Andre Silva. It's the perfect formation for me, especially if you get a guy like Belia. Like that's what I'm saying. Like this forty-three. It's it's like it's just so dry. Like I, I don't know. I don't know. It's just it, it's it's gonna be interesting. I, I don't know. Remember, we're not gonna make any signs when we're in China. Like there's no way. It's possible. It's possible. No, but... and Fasone are gonna be in China with the team. No, the, yeah, no, 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 no. Knowing Mirabelli, that man could be in like five places at once. I would not. No, like, no, doing no, Luca no, like this. You remember? Do you remember when Milan were playing? <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, it's when Milan actually came to Toronto. It's oh, um and and uh, and Galliani was in Italy still. No, 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 no. Oh, no, I remember no. that. I remember that game. No, then Milan. Yeah, I, I was there. I was at that game. No, Milan went to the Milan went to the U.S. and while they were there, they played Liverpool. Milan met with Liverpool, discussed a dear deal for Balotelli, and then oh, brought him. Yeah, no, I remember that. Or sold yeah. him. I don't remember. No, who, I don't remember who he was with. Off. That pissed me off. Yeah, they sold him or whatever. Like they, you do the meeting yeah. while you're there because both teams are there, and then when you get back, who are we meeting with? Though is this Bayern and Borussia Dortmund there? 
Yeah, Dortmund. Exactly. We're not. I don't want to. I don't want a Bomiang. I rather Sanchez maybe, but I don't want. I don't want a Bomiang. I don't either. Yeah, I don't want. I don't want a Bomiang at all. I don't. Well, know. Actually, no, sorry, I do because he's a goal. It's tough. He's a goal scorer. You know exactly what you're gonna get from him. But like, I said really- it a long time ago. I put my hierarchy was Morata, Belotti, Aubameyang. Aubameyang. Yeah, is Bel- a dream now because if- no, I know. I know, but honestly, honestly, like, what I'm saying is, like, Aubameyang is one of those guys. Great, don't get me wrong, but like I said it before, he's not the guy. Yeah. And, uh, well, I mean, he did. He did have like. I, I kind of disagree, but I, I get where you're coming from. Like, I'd obviously, I'd rather take Belotti and Morata over yeah, but him. Million. But like, but like, no, no, no. Also, look at it as well. If you pay a hundred mil for Belotti, like, you'd all considering his wages, he'd be asking for considerably less than Aubameyang too. Like Aubameyang, like he's also negotiating with a Chinese club too. Like he wants like. What, what was the Milan roughing like eight eight and a half nine million euros yeah, a year for him? Belotti would Belotti would probably take half, maybe less than that. My like my in my opinion. So like, you just don't know though. Like you just don't. Yeah, you don't know. That's the you thing. No, and it's like basically we have to figure something out. And we ha- we wanted to bring Belia to China. We wanted to get it done. But you know what though? Honestly, I wouldn't even be surprised if waking up tomorrow and then a few hours later I see Belia if I Milan a fata per Belia. Like I don't, I won't even, I won't even be surprised. Like, like it has medical visits Thursday. Triple and handshake. Triple, oh, it's triple handshake. Um, Your belly touches his thigh. Did we? <laughs> did we even sign Antonio Donnarumma today? N- nobody announced it. That's what I'm saying. Okay, no, I don't go back. To, but that's what I'm saying. Nobody, like, nobody. Yeah. <laughs> so you gotta have that. <laughs> They gotta have that Mirabelli Fasone video of them traveling around the world and going to Greece to sign him. Oh my god! It needs to happen. Like I don't know. I don't think. uh, I don't. I don't think we signed him. There's no. I look on the website. No official announcement. And like he just kind of faded away. It's like it was a troll or something. Maybe they just maybe just did it to tell Donnarumma to resign and then they just kidnapped his brother. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be an Amber Alert for Antonio. Honestly. It's gonna be an Amber. No, but. No, seriousness, no. Like, you, you have to – we can't have Montolivo starting, right? Yeah, he's not. Montolivo. Like, I don't even hate Montolivo. Like, I don't, I don't hate him that much. Like, he, he's like everybody likes him in the locker room. Why? Yeah, yeah, one of our guests mentioned that when he came on. Like, he's – like, I forget who it was. He can't he was, be that bad of a dude. Like, he was like an Ambrosini type of – Yeah, I know. I'm pretty sure it was – Locker room. Uh, I think it was Jurgen. I think it was. No, it was – um. I forget was, who it was. Was it Kras? No, it was – um. Matt? No, it wasn't Matt. Was it Rodrigo? It was an older gentleman. Older? We didn't have any older gentlemen. I don't know. Are you it, drunk? It was somebody. Oh, it was somebody. And, oh, wait, was it Patrick? Yes. Patrick. I think. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Patrick. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, no, it just seems like everybody likes the dude. Like, why does everybody like him, but he's so hated? Like, okay, sure. Like, but you got to be honest, though. What his agent said about uh, Montalivo got targeted in the dark times, he's not wrong. Like, Montalivo, like, when we lost the game, even when it wasn't Montalivo's fault, he got the blame for it, right? Like, he's not wrong. Like, he's not, like... Do you remember when he got injured for Italy and and then, like, right after? Was that that the the, the weekend before Locatelli scored that, with the the Milan game? Yes, Yeah. So, so he got got injured, and then Milan go on this amazing run. And then yeah. even Berlusconi says maybe it's because Montalivo got injured. Like, I know. I know something like that. And no, no, I think the best is when, when Galliani said, me and Montalivo joke about who hates us, who hates who more. 
<laughs> Legendary. Oh, I love you, Uncle G. Um, Condor. Con- oh, Condor. He was sick. He was the one. That- Do you remember last summer when we went to we went to we went to the U.S. last year? Yeah, we went to the U.S. last summer and Galliani stayed back for the transfer market with zero budget. With zero million. <laughs> I yeah. love that guy. I, mean, I, I never forget when the tweets were like, according to Sky, Milan have a budget of zero for this Mercato. <laughs> like, the picture of like the Galliani bird. Yeah, the Galliani bird. We have a picture. We have a budget of zero. And they, they actually like the euro sign too. Zero million euros. Oh, sick. <laughs> oh, awesome. That's <laughs> uh, like Inter now. No, hey, it's not like Inter no, now. No, hey, for Dalbert. 50, Dalbert's coming. Screenyard is oh, no. around. 15 million offer. Nice. 20, 20 million, 20 million total. 15 plus 5. No, 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 it was 50 million offer. The nice. <laughs> nice. We want 30. It's enough. 15 plus bonuses. Hey, it's okay. negotiations. It's great, negotiations. Great, great counter offer. Oh, you today, today Di Marzio even said they'll, it'll probably be done tomorrow, like in the next couple of days for 20 million. Okay, all right. Okay, according according to the guy who says that James and and Pepe are inter players, okay, maybe not, but uh, yeah, Dalbert, Skriniar, and uh, big man Valero. So I mean, not big zero. Man. Yeah, yeah, he's a, he's the uh, Iniesta reborn. He's the, he's the greatest bald Spanish midfielder in the past century of football. I'll say that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think we're gonna wrap things up. It's been a long episode. It's been a good episode. Oh, Caras says Montalivo is a victim of his own injuries and managers. Well, like, it just – I feel like that if – like, the team wasn't good. So even if Montalivo got replaced, we wouldn't have won anything. You know what I mean? Like, if we had someone instead of Montalivo, it's only would have been good. Montalivo was good at one point, though. You don't know if you guys remember or not. He well, was good at one point. Yeah, yeah he, he was, was good for – yeah. Last time, Balotelli was good, too. Yeah, no, don't even say that. Because Balotelli is a top player. You know it. Yeah, Balotelli is a campione. <laughs> You know he's a campion. He's a top. I'm an I'm an I'm an Inter fan, and I still love him. Yeah, Campione's still good. That's what he is. Oh my god, <laughs> yeah, Mike hates Balotelli. He's an idiot. Okay, Balotelli's an idiot, but Why like I still love him. Listen, I'm not gonna go on to this. All I'm gonna say is this: the guy has one. I've said this before, and I'm gonna say it again. The guy has the absolute talent to be one of the best forwards in the world, but he's too much of an idiot to realize that and actually put his talents to use. That's it. What do you mean? Though he's like, he's literally so talented. He just gets unlucky. I literally just said he's so talented. But he's unlucky though. He's not unlucky. He's an idiot. Who set the firecrackers in their own freaking bathroom? That wasn't that, him. Like- that wasn't him. Okay. That wasn't him. It was his brother's friends. He said. Yeah, the easiest cover up. Oh, it was my, it was my brother who texted you. Like, come on, it's great four stuff. Okay, no, it was his brother. His brother admitted to it. It's a bit of both. I think it's just like him being immature yeah, and a bit of stupid. Like, okay, yeah, but yeah, but, wild, he, okay, but Mike, we're, we're yeah. literally, we're literally talking about ball playing when he was twenty years old. He's twenty six now. Like, yeah, and what has changed? He's downgraded team. What, what do you mean? What has changed? He scored so many goals last year. And he, he and see Nice in France. Okay, and he also he also that's left. Hey, that, that, that's that's that, that's where Dalbert plays. Put some respect on his on the team's name. <laughs> All I'm saying is this guy was at the top. This guy was playing at City when City were at their best. He was at Inter when Inter won the friggin' Chippa. Then they were five years in a row winning. He came to Milan. He came back to Milan. He was at Liverpool. And now look, he, he he's constantly downgrading. Okay, okay. So, so hey, sorry. He scored thirty goals in fifty Milan games. How is that bad? No, it was when he went to Liverpool. Went downhill. Like, yeah, but, yeah, because he went to like we shouldn't have sold him in the first place. He scored thirty goals in fifty games. People still blamed him. Yeah, but you need to get the plus Valenza, and then also him going. 
like I I know like him at Liverpool is a weird situation. Like a lot of players who moved there in their in their first season yeah, kind of like, failed. Also, but, also that Liverpool team was garbage when he was there. Yeah, yeah. Like they bought a ton of players. Like yeah, they, they lost Suarez. They bought a ton of play a whole new team, mm-hmm. and he didn't play a lot. And also it was a whole new team, and it was like you know difficult for him. But like he's had, he's been a victim of circumstances too. Like he's been a victim of racism from Inter fans oh, a lot no, as well. No, like it's 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 he gets destroyed in racism. It's like, awful. It's it's awful seeing it happen. Like. The, that was one of my biggest shames as an Inter fan when, when like that game against Balotelli and like Zanetti was like telling the fans to like you know shut up like you know yeah, you don't so- support you don't support a team that prides itself off like you know being brothers of the world and just throwing bananas out of lock right? that's just no, disgusting I, but that was former player and it's Ita- Italian that, like, he's that a- was one of that was one of my worst like feelings as a soccer fan in general and, like and, and I felt bad for him he was for the usually he was the up and coming guy for the national team the fact that he's not even considered for the national team was kind of a joke to be honest with you okay but it's at the same time you know the Italian what monster is basically if you're not playing the steady yeah or you're not a top player in another league you don't make it people make the same argument about Jovinko and why is that because he's playing in the MLS okay but and, and not, not just that it's because like the older players in like team like the we also we all remember Balotelli in the 2014 World Cup, the whole bust up that happened there. Like there, a lot of, there's still a lot of players from that wait, wait, World wait, Cup were in the team. What 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 bust up? No, they 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 they, they Italy did awful and like he didn't oh. play so well. Yeah, and, but like, like, his and like he scored our, he scored but, half our goals. He scored one goal, didn't he? Or did, of, yeah, yeah, one out of two. <laughs> okay, but like we all saw what happened. And, like I, I it doesn't see like. It doesn't seem like the player, like, you know, a lot of the players still like him that much. Like, the older ones, the, the guys, like, you know, the BBC, like, yeah, the whole, yeah, like, you know what, though, establishment. But, but the, the, the BBC is, the, the, BB, the BBC line, they had an argument with Dybala halftime in the Champions League finals. So, who were they to chirp? Like, you know what I mean? Oh, like, you're you know, kind of right. Huh? You're kind of right. I'm kind of right. You're there kind of right. Oh, they're kind of right. Why are they right? Because, like, uh, I'm going to get hated for this, but... I'm not going to use the word overhype, but I feel like, I, for me, Dybala, great player. Don't get me wrong. He's very good, very young. It's great potential. This whole bullshit Messi comparison is just because they're both Argentinian and they use their left foot. He's nowhere near Messi's level. He'll never get to that level. No, if, if I mean, Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that's fair. That's a fair statement. This is yeah, not, mm-hmm, you know, we don't overhype sure. players in Serie A. They're garbage. There's no in-between. He's a good player. Don't get me wrong. Wrong, but stop putting him on this pedigree. Same thing with Higuain. Oh, 90 million Higuain. Where the hell was Higuain in the Champions League final? Where the hell was he following the Champions League? Like playing a, they look like they're playing a shinny match, to be honest. Yeah, Higuain's so fat, by the way. Just wanted to point that out. Like, <laughs> wanted to get that out there. Like, these guys, like, I know, Thank you. Like, I'm not denying their talents, but here's the thing you're classified as a great player. If you if you show up in big moments, they have not yeah. showed up in big moments. You're a big moment because you beat Hellas Verona four nothing, and you scored a you scored oh, you, scored, you scored a free kick. Yeah. <laughs> That was, it was three. It was three nothing, by the way. But where yeah, the like, Dybala, where the hell was Dybala in the in the cup in the in the Super Copa game against us? Where the hell was Dybala when we got robbed of that penalty in the ninetieth in the ninety six minutes? Other than other than him scoring the penalty, where was he all game? He was on the floor diving. Where was he when Locatelli scored the game goal game winning goal? Nowhere beside the one shot he took. He was yeah. injured that game. I remember that against Milan. Yeah, but and then to take full full field shots. Yeah, I remember that. But like yeah, yeah, I think he's like I think he's a great, I, such a, a great talent. People put him at. 
Yeah, I, I, he's probably like if you think of talent, probably the best in the league. But yo, he's not. Way, no, no, no. In terms of talent, in terms of talent, yo, just hey, raw way, talent. Yo, I'm just watching. Yo, Canada just scored on Costa Rica. Yeah. Oh, god. Oh. Dude, yo, screw Costa. Yo, screw Costa Rica. I'm not supporting Canadian soccer. What do you mean, screw Mike? What are you talking about? Like, Canada. It's all about that Canada FC. Dude, yo, Alfonso Davies is literally the Canadian Pusilic. That guy, that kid's good. He he's like my age. Like he he's, he's again. unreal. He scored again. He's sixteen. He's yeah. Like, hey, I hate Costa Rica ever since two thousand fourteen World Cup against Italy. So screw that. He's oh. better than Gab. He's better than Gabigol. Oh my! Is Gabigol a footballer? No, he's he's a janitor. <laughs> okay, okay. Let's wrap it up now. Actually, good talk, mm. guys. It was really fun. This is mm. episode nine of the Milan Guys Podcast. Adam, I know you're an interista, but you did a really good job. Yo, there's a pick of there's a pick of me, me and a Milan shirt. If anyone wants to find it, I'm yeah. very proud. <laughs> the double side. Hey, Thank I, you, I, I tweeted Adam, a, a man who I, whom I respect greatly. The, the <laughs> amount of hate I've been getting from Inter Twitter is uh, reaching peak, but yeah, I mean it's all worth it. Relevant, anyways. If you're not part of the OK side, you're not part of any side. Okay. Absolutely, okay. absolutely, okay. absolutely. Um. Okay, so we're gonna we're gonna wrap this up here again. Thank you for all the listeners. Uh, you know, it's kind of a long one, but again, a lot of news to talk about. Um, again, we're trying to get once a week, once every week and a half, two weeks basis here. And we, we, me and Mike both work full time, so it's tough, uh, especially in the summer. So we're gonna try to bring on good guests, and Adam will definitely bring you back on sometime. And yeah, so again, thanks for listening, guys. Mike, it's been a pleasure. Thanks for actually joining in this time. Thank you. I appreciate it. I do my best, guys. I love doing it, but unfortunately, stuff always unfortunately comes up with me. No, but, he, he, like, has like, he has like five girls and they get along. So, I mean. Yeah, uh, unless five girls. <laughs> he's, like, he's, like, he's like Lou Will, but like on drugs. He's yeah, got like five girls, five. a.k.a. five jobs. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, guys. So, it was a pleasure. Adam, thanks a lot. Thanks for listening. Grazie. Guys. Ciao. Ciao. Later, guys. See you guys.